I'm Terry Taylor, and this is the Interior Design Business Academy podcast. As an interior designer, you may be thinking, I love what I do, but I am so overworked and underpaid. Let me tell you, I've been there too. I spent many years learning from my own mistakes and developing proven strategies and systems to make interior design a profitable career while keeping it fun and creative. So now I'm here to help you get paid what you're worth. If you're ready for some straight talk about how design business really works and you're ready to break through old belief systems that are holding you back and shift into beliefs that support your goals and bring lasting success, you are in the right place. Today, I'd like to address the challenges of perfectionism. And I want to share this with you because it's something that I battle with all the time. And I want to share with you how I've stepped through it and how I see perfectionism enhancing us in one way, but beating us up in a very big way in another direction. Okay. So this perfectionism thing is really a double-edged sword. The perfectionism comes into play to our advantage when in a situation like you're, you're doing an installation and you're getting it really, really good. I mean, the, everything is exactly where it belongs. You know, the rug's in the right place. Everything's centered. The art's in the right place. You know, the lighting's right. Every, everything is right. Okay. And, you know, and that's the goal we go for when we hit that, the point of, of installing that job and, and getting ready to do that reveal when it's completed. I mean, that's the point at which our perfectionism is pretty useful because you're really going after every little detail. I mean, the tighter and cleaner you can get it, the better it is and the better it'll photograph and, uh, you know, the happier people would be all of that stuff. Okay. So that's a really good spot. On the other side, perfectionism often keeps us from getting things done or getting things finished or making the move we need to make because, of course, it's not perfect yet, right? You know, and this can be really, really hard. You know, have you ever caught yourself waiting for the perfect moment to do something? What is a perfect moment? And does it ever come? And is somehow tomorrow going to be better today or better than yesterday? No, it isn't. It isn't. It's simply some underlying feelings of not good enough or, you know, I can do it better or I don't want to release this yet or, you know, there's all this stuff going on swirling around in your head in the background that's causing this perfection paralysis, essentially. And it means that, that you're, you're trying to do things and get things done, but they don't get done because they're not good enough right? They're not perfect yet. And that can just stop you in your tracks and prevent your business from growing and from getting the kind of practice that you really, really want. Okay. How does it show up? How does it show up? Let me give you some examples. Well, how about building a website for a year or two years or three years (laughs) or so long that the web developer retired and now we can't even finish it? Okay, that happened, right? And it's about perfectionism. It's about, oh, this isn't quite right yet. Oh, the copy's not right. Oh, I need to take some more photographs. Oh, now it's two years later. I have newer stuff to put on there. It goes on and on, and that website never launches. And the designer never gets the benefit of the new website and to market it and show, you know, show it off and all of that stuff because it never got finished. It never got launched. Okay. That is not working to her favor at all, at all. It's working against her. 
because it will never be perfect. Right? You will you will get it launched, and then you'll go back six months, a year later, and start tweaking it and do something else with it. And I mean, it's an ongoing process. It's kind of like your living room doesn't ever stay the same. It isn't the same as it was five years ago or ten years ago, right? It keeps evolving and, and developing, and yeah, it's the same thing. Perfection is not a goal line that you land on, and then you're there and you get to do it. Okay, that's not what it is. Okay, it is something that gets in our way and keeps us from getting stuff done. Here's another one. How about getting in a design job where you get down to the last piece and you can't find the perfect piece? I remember somebody telling me this, that, you know, they had a couple jobs that really had strung out for almost a year. I said, well, you, you know, you, you can't do a living room for a year. You're going to starve. You're not going to make any, you're not going to make a living doing that. And wh- and the reason why those jobs weren't finished, it wasn't actually the client had to make the decision. And, you know, you could fix that. I teach you how to do that. But in this case, it was the designer looking for that perfect chair. I haven't found the perfect chair yet. So I, I can't, I can't close it up. It's not perfect. Well, first of all, probably any good decision that you make for that client that works in that room is going to be perfect in terms of the client thinking, okay? And then she would have a room done, right? Which would make her very happy. And it would allow you to close out the job and that would make you really happy. But this idea of the perfect piece hasn't been found yet as keeping all that stuck and it prevents the photography, it it prevents getting paid, all of that stuff, okay? And it's not to anybody's benefit, right? It's just getting stuck. Or how about not getting things photographed because A, they're not good enough, or she didn't finish it, or what? I mean, there's a litany of excuses that go around that. But the reality is that you have to photograph about 80% of what you do and be able to publish it, get it online, get it in social media, get it published, you know, all the stuff you can do with that. That's an incredibly important part of your marketing, Right. And if you're not doing that because you're making judgments about jobs that aren't good enough yet or aren't finished enough yet, or, you know, it, it, it it's a simply in your own way. You're just in your own way and not moving forward because of perfectionism. So another one. Sometimes I have talked to designers who got a great warm lead on a big project and then didn't pursue it because they felt like they didn't quite know how to do all of that. Okay. You get better at design jobs by doing them, right? And, and I got to tell you that it's really important that, that you don't walk away from those opportunities because the opportunities are where, what take you to where you want to go, to the goals you have in mind, the, the lifestyle and the money and the income, all that stuff that you want. Okay. Comes in the form of opportunities. And when the opportunity lands, it's really important to step into it. But if you're doing the, oh, I'm not good enough yet, or I don't know all the ways to, I don't know how to do that. I've never done an 8,000 square foot house again before. What if I can't do it? What do you mean, what if you can't do it? Of course you can do it. <laughs> but, but, you know, you can see where this stuff gets gets in the way. And then you don't follow up on that lead. They find somebody else. Or you're very slow in following up that lead because you've got this whole story going on in your head about this. And the job's gone by the time you get there. Happens all the time. Happens all the time. Uh, another one would be not joining a coaching program or, or, you know, because you feel like you have to have a big job first. Right? Well, that's actually backwards. You go and 
get the coaching so you can get the big job. But, you know, people put these blocks in the way. This is part of perfectionism. These hurdles that have to be crossed before they can do what they need to do or get the help that they need to, to, to acquire. You know, sometimes it's a, you know, it's got to be, got to have the big job first, or, you know, my daughter has to go to college first, or, or, you know, you, you just need to have a social per- media person to do more posts, because, you know, three, three times a week that you can do is not enough. Well, that doesn't have anything to do with moving your business forward. It's just another hurdle to jump that you've put in your own way. Now, Brene Brown has some really, some really good comments about perfectionism. Um, this is my favorite of them all. It's perfectionism is not the same thing as striving to be your best. Perfectionism is the belief that if we live perfect and we look perfect and we act perfect, we can minimize or avoid the pain of the blame, judgment, and shame. It's a shield. A 20-ton shield that we lug around thinking it will protect us when in fact it's the thing that's really preventing us from flight. And that's Brene Brown from The Gifts of Imperfection. <laughs> talking about the same thing I'm talking about. So this idea of, of, of trying to be so perfect that nobody could take a shot at you is impossible to achieve. Okay. It just keeps you stuck where you are. And the reality is, is that if, if and when, you know, and you will be highly successful, people will take shots at you that are underneath you. They will. I mean, people above you and at your level won't do it. They will support you, but people from underneath will because I don't know. Because that's who they are, because they haven't got to where you are. So the, you know, the idea that, that being perfect could protect you from anything is really not true. It's just not truth. It's an, and it's not useful. It really not useful. And the, the only spot I find it useful is like that, that final piece, you know, working on a job where you're trying to get it really tight and, you know, really, really good for the reveal. That's, you know, that's a good spot to use it in. But other than that, it's really gotta, it's really gotta go find its place. All right. So the question becomes, so what do I do about this? What do I do about it? Well, first of all, you have to acknowledge that your own perfectionism is a problem and that it's in your own way. Okay. You're cutting off your nose to spite your face every time you do it. And recognizing that and acknowledging it is going to help you recognize when you're doing it because you know this is a subconscious thing it's it's under the surface you know and it just bubbles up um, <laughs> so we want to get want to get very clear about what this is and watch out for it watch out for the places that you do it and, and acknowledge it Ooh, there it is again okay there there it is i got an entry to go into design awards that didn't get put in, didn't get a chance to win and get published because I didn't finish it because I didn't, I couldn't figure out if I, I didn't like the way I wrote the copy. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's some, some, you know, I'm going to call it silly. It wasn't silly at the time to you, I know, but at the, but the reality is it's silly. It's just doing it is way better than, than not doing it. Okay. And doing it, it will never ever be perfect. It, it can't be. <laughs> perfect is not attainable just by definition. So, you know, being good at what you do and being really uh, running at a very high bar is terrific, but it's not, that's not perfectionism. 
You know, perfectionism is kind of an avoidance tactic. So it's really important to start looking for that in your life and figuring out where it's showing up because everywhere it shows up, you'll get stuck. Okay. Now, the truth is that waiting for perfectionism to show up in your life to, to, to finally be ready, the perfect time, the perfect thing, we finally got it perfect, isn't going to happen. Okay. It, it will not arrive. It, it simply is not an achievable thing. And holding on to that idea will just keep you stuck. All right. So what you need to do is turn that around and embrace the concept of imperfect action. Okay. We talk about this a lot here at IDBA um, <laughs> because I am a, I am a practicer of imperfect action a lot. A lot of the things we do don't come out perfectly the way we want. They're good. They're well organized. They're well planned. They're getting, but, but inevitably something's, something's not right. And it's okay. And, you know, if you do an event with me, like a three day event, I'll say right in the beginning, this is imperfect action. This will not be perfect. Okay. <laughs> I'll just tell you that right now. Okay. And get that off the table. Right. We're going to do the very best we can with this. It's going to come out really well. You're going to learn a whole lot, but will it be perfect? Will you even know it was not perfect? No, you won't know. I know. <laughs> I know what wasn't, what didn't happen when it was supposed to or what didn't go right or what did, but you don't know. Yeah. It's a client. You don't know. So, so you've got to get past that idea that the things just absolutely have to be. You know, when I started IDBA some 12 years ago now, <laughs> I really had no idea what I was doing. Um, I had a coach who was trying to help me with this concept of, of helping designers with business and helping them have business. We were in the middle of the recession. And so I was trying to be supportive and help people and get, say, don't crash, don't give in, don't, you know, it's, it's going to be all right. We'll get on the other side of this. Um, and, and I, that's really my whole intention. And she said, well, you know, you need to write a, a speech. You know, this is going to be your, your, your speech. What, how are you going to talk? I went, well, okay. So I did it. And she said, well, now you got to present it. Oh, okay. So I, I called a friend at had a showroom in Scottsdale and asked her if she would do a little wine and cheese gathering in the evening off of her list. And I would speak and, and help these designers, you know, get more, more energy and more enthusiastic and not be so beat up by, by the recession, essentially was what I was doing. So I wrote this little piece. She agreed to do that. 60 designers showed up which she was astounded. I was astounded too. I gave my little speech, my little PowerPoint and presented it. Everybody was thrilled. They thought it was wonderful. They go, great, great. What else? What do you got? What are you doing? And I go, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's all I got. That was it. You know, that was the first piece. But by doing that first piece without knowing where I was going or how they would react to it, or if they even show up for me or not, by doing that, I launched this business. And it was like, oh, I think I'm onto something here. This is important. This is something that I need to be doing. All right. So th there, there was not perfect. It was not perfect. I had a horrible time getting the PowerPoint up. I mean, you know, all kinds of technical things going wrong. Like, ah, getting upset about it and that sort of thing. But you know what? The imperfect action, the action part is what made it happen. Just taking action. All right. So the whole idea of moving forward there becomes really, really important. 
So you've got to hold on to things like done is better than perfect. We say that here at IDBA with our team all the time. But somebody's trying, you know, something's not coming out, going, all right, what's going on? How come this isn't finished? And they're they're working on some little detail, some little thing that they isn't right. Okay, done is better than perfect. We need to complete, we need to just close this and move to the next thing because we can't just stay here. Uh, you know, we can't we can't deliver what we've promised to deliver and move forward if we don't finish this. All right. So prioritizing completion over for perfection. Okay. That's a big deal. We're going to prioritize completing things over perfection. Okay. A big place that I learned this was doing NCIDQ just as a, as an idea, which is, you know, the, the, the lesson for me in that was about speed. It was about stop messing around and that your clients aren't asking you to create the Mona Lisa. They're asking you for a good educated decision. Make the decision, move on. Make the decision, move on. Make the decision, move on. Like that. Okay. That's how the job of a designer works. Okay. It, 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 it is with speed and it is with some confidence and with practice, you can do it, but we need to embrace that idea that completion is, is more important than perfection. Okay. Right. And that doesn't mean that it's not good and it's not well done. It's just, we're not getting stuck on perfection. Okay. So let's get into the, the physical, you know, the, the, the physical part of, of what to do. Make a list of all the things that you've started and not finished. Okay. This could take you, this is probably not something you can do in a minute. This might take you a while to, to unearth all those things, but all of those, those projects, all the uncompleted projects, some of them could be design jobs. Some of it could be, it could be ideas that never got pursued to the, you know, we're going to do this or we're not going to do this. It could be a website that needs to get done or redone that you've had on your list forever. You know, most of you have these ridiculous lists, right? It's endemic, I know. I can help you get rid of that too. But on that list, there's stuff at the bottom of the list for you that have been there, I'll bet, for a year, maybe longer, okay? And they just keep going to the bottom of the list. Why? Why? You know, are you not good enough? Are you missing a piece of information? What's, why? What's going on? Find them, okay? Maybe it's something like, reorganizing your office or cleaning out the garage, right? That got halfway done. Um, I'm famous for, for getting those, those kind of things half done and then getting on to going to something else and not finishing, right? So what, what needs to get finished? What's, what's sitting out there? How about vendors that you need that aren't, aren't, haven't been found yet? And you prioritize something else, making social media posts, instead of finding the vendors that would actually supply your jobs and create the profit. A lot of times I get talk to people about that. Go, oh, yeah, I know I need to do that. Well, what's going on? Why not? Why not? Okay. Usually at the, at the bottom of this, when you go, why not? It's I'm not good enough yet. Okay. It's there or I'm missing a piece of information to go forward and I'm afraid to do it without. Okay. So part of this is learning to step into stuff that you're not completely comfortable with too. Okay. Because you've got to be okay with it because you need to finish all these projects using imperfect action. What do we need to get this done? 
Okay. Maybe it doesn't have to have another this, another that. You know, we have brains that, that chase squirrels. You know that, right? I get into a project and go, Oh, what about that? And what about that? What about that? What about that? You know, and, and suddenly we're all over the place and not focused on the one thing that we're trying to accomplish. Try to get back there and just get it done. Right. Okay. Now you need to know a couple of things. You can't wait until you're completely ready to step into something. Okay. You can't wait till you have all the resources in place to say yes. Okay. The yes is very likely has to come way before that. Okay. Got to get comfortable with doing that because that's just part of the deal. Okay. I got to tell you that there's, there's a, <laughs> you know, I would say a million, not a million, but a lot of, of jobs that I did where I walked out of that office or that house with a check in my hand and a contract signed going, yeah, this is going to be great. We're going to do something really cool. Da, 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 da. And as I shut the door behind me, I'm thinking, I have no idea how I'm going to get this done. Who do I need to call? Who, where, where can I get the help to get the right direction here? Okay. That's how I grew as a designer. And then every job that I did where I figured out what I needed to have to be able to do it and go forward, just upped my game, just kept upping my game. You get, you get really good as a designer by doing jobs because everyone's different. You got to figure something out every time. Some things have more figure out than the other, but they're doable. They're absolutely doable. And saying yes to things that you don't feel like you have all the answers for or you're completely ready for or you know exactly how you can do it, it's okay. Say yes, go for it, because that is the imperfect action. That's what's going to move you forward, okay? You're going to have to acknowledge that being a risk taker, right, is part of growth and success. It just is. Okay. If you're not willing to step over the line, you're not willing to take some risk. And I'm not saying, you know, fall off the top of the building or risk your entire, you know, your entire business for something. It's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about stepping into situations that aren't in your comfort zone because that's where you're going to grow. That's a really important, important piece. Invest in opportunities that show up. <laughs> Time, money, whatever it takes to do it. If it appears in front of you and it appears that it would, it would take you in the direction that you want to go, even though you don't know how, you will, you'll never know how. That's just not, <laughs> that's just how the world works. But if it, if there's an opportunity, take it. Step in. Go for it. Okay. Know that that's, you know, we're prepared or not. You know, it'll all work out. And, and what you think being prepared is, is probably not what you need for that anyway. You know, and you'll do all of this work. You do all of this work to be prepared and then discover that once you get there, that's not what you needed. Right. And it, all it does, all it did was slow you down, make it sluggish. Okay. So, you know, be, be prepared to take a risk. That's just part of the thing. Now, underlying that risk and that piece, there's some fear. All right. We want to acknowledge that. Okay. Now it's not like fear, like I'm going to fall off the top of a building, but it's a fear of, you know, this might not be safe or this might be good. It's that little voice on our shoulder that you know, often talks to us when we really don't need that particular person. But there's a, there's a fear back there. And, and when there is, you need to confront it. The only way around it is through it. 
Okay. You can't avoid it. You have to just walk through it. When you walk through it, you discover it isn't nearly what you thought it was. Okay. It just pretty much dissolves. But if you need some help dealing with those fears, then get some help so that you can move forward your business and grow and let go of this perfectionism, not good enough stuff so that you can be who you're supposed to be and, and realize yourself in the biggest way that, that it is really there for you. It's really just sitting right there. Now, I wanted to give you one piece to hold on here. We use affirmations at IDBA a lot, and affirmations are a way of putting a positive thought into your head when the negative, fear-based, oh, I can't do that yet, oh, it's not good enough, I mean, you know, all that stuff that comes up. When you recognize one of these things that comes up, it's good to have an affirmation in place where you could say, ah, not that, that's not what I want. My imperfect action brings me growth and success, okay? My imperfect action brings me growth and success. Now, the way I do that is I put it on sticky notes and I put it on my vanity mirror and I put it on my computer and I put it on the dash of my car. I put it in a place where I see it all the time. When I see it, I say it out loud. Okay, because what I'm doing is reprogramming my brain to stop being not good enough, right? I am good enough. I'm sure I am. Okay, and of course you are too, right? So my imperfect action brings me growth and success. And with that, I will leave you. And in the next few days, please design something beautiful and get paid what you're worth. Bye now. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Interior Design Business Podcast. If you love what you're hearing each week, let me know by leaving a rating and a review. And don't forget to follow the show so you don't miss out on clear, proven, repeatable, step-by-step -step recipes for attracting ideal luxury clients I share in each episode. As always, you can head over to interiordesignbusinessacademy.com to check out the links and resources from this episode. Till next week. Design something beautiful and get paid what you're worth. <laughs>